With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real would smoke real and you could tell so why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff that's right and if you're looking to upgrade any meal any meal try right brand bacon that's called right brand bacon you won't regret it experience bacon the right way you are listening to the dan patrick show on fox sports radio final hour in this monday dan and the danettes dan patrick show we'll talk to trevor lawrence after jacksonville's big win against the ravens i just got my heisman voting uh, email here. The Heisman voting opens today, Paulie. Is it due? Is it next Monday night? Does that sound right? Let's see. Beginning today, you will be able to access your Heisman Memorial Trophy Award email. Uh, let's see. The deadline for voting is 5 Eastern on Monday, December 5th. So we have a week for that. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Got a week for that. But we have the games this weekend, and Caleb Williams has his game against uh, Utah. I don't know if C.J. Stroud can win it. If USC would lose, is that still enough where C.J. Stroud would win it? Is there anybody else that could win this thing? It just feels like Caleb Williams is going to win it, whether they don't beat Utah or not. Yes, Mar. Maybe the TCU quarterback just out of, you know what, great season, guys. Oh, Max Duggan? Mm, I haven't even heard if he's getting invited to New York there. Yeah, Paul. The fact that we have to say the TCU quarterback, I think I'll go, um, <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. You know, back in the day, the uh, Heisman Trust used to get very salty if people would vote before this weekend's games. Yeah. Some people used to vote before the conference championship games. Yep. Yeah, they did. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We will get to uh, your phone calls, as we always do every Monday, best and worst of the weekend. Here is uh, the uh, final touchdown for Jacksonville against the Baltimore Ravens. Fires for the right corner of the end zone. That ball is caught. Caught. Caught from a touchdown in the right corner of the end zone. How good is that? Touchdown, Jacksonville. <laughs> Marvin Jones Jr. <laughs> How good is that? <laughs> Wow, that is excitement there. It's bringing Trevor Lawrence, the Jacksonville quarterback. Have you heard that call, the uh, touchdown call? 
Oh, do we have him yet? Oh, no, we don't have him yet. Oh. Oh. Well, that would have been a good segue there. Maybe a little uh, technical issue there, Todd? Almost ready. He'll be ready in a minute. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? We'll just do it again, and then we'll get to it. How good is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Is that his catchphrase, you think? I, I don't know. You know, because I think he said it at the two-point conversion, too, where they're... Maybe maybe it is a catchphrase. I like how good is that? Hmm, that's fine. All right. Uh, let's see. What else do I have here? The uh, biggest sale of the year ever, I'm told. The biggest sale ever, danpatrick.com. 40% off all T-shirts, 20 to 50% off everything else. Ends tonight at midnight Eastern. This program brought to you by the great folks at Mercedes. This family takes turns turning heads. Brains, beauty, and athleticism. All they need now for you to do is drive them off the lot. Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs, family of unrivaled vehicles waiting at your local dealer. Seton, what's the uh, poll question for the final hour? I'm so happy that you asked, Dan. Let me update you for hour two. Most awkward development from this weekend, Mike White balling, uh, Jordan Love playing well, Ohio State getting rolled by Michigan, or mm. Russell Wilson getting yelled at. It is not even close right now. 54% of the vote, Russell Wilson getting oh, yelled at. Oh, come on. <laughs> Mean-spirited. That's this. Uh, we've... Kind of trained the audience to be that way. <laughs> I would I would think Mike White taking over for Zach Wilson. 10%. Yeah. By the way, the odds to, uh, let's see, win the national title. It's Georgia, then Michigan. USC, TCU, and Ohio State have the same odds, then Alabama uh, after that. So it's uh, pretty much Georgia, overwhelming favorite, then Michigan, USC, TCU, and Ohio State are uh, twelve to one. Alabama's twenty-five to one. Yeah, Paul. If TCU were somehow to get screwed, it would have to be tomorrow night because Ohio State has no more games left in the tank to prove themselves. Yeah, but TCU hasn't done anything to drop out of the top four. I know. And they may be going to three, and then USC goes to four. I know. Yes, Mark. The SEC title game is weird because it's LSU against Georgia, if LSU wins, is it just, oh, okay, you guys can get go to a Sugar Bowl or something like that. In Georgia, you guys are still going to the playoff. Yeah, it could be. Uh, I had this set up a couple of minutes ago, and I thought it was great. It was a big lead-in to Trevor Lawrence. This was the uh, touchdown pass uh, against the Ravens. Fires toward the right corner of the end zone. That ball is caught! Caught! Caught from a touchdown! In the right corner of the end zone! How good is that? Touchdown, Jacksonville, Marvin Jones Jr. Let's bring in Trevor Lawrence. Have you heard that call yet? This is my first time. I'm hearing <laughs> it with all the guys in here, so it's, it's, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, take me into the huddle when you start that drive. Anything different said? Yeah, I mean, just the, honestly, the, the two drives before that, you know, we were down, um, what, 19 to 10? on the second to last drive and just told the guys, Hey, we, we've been here before, you know, we've been in this situation, you know, a few weeks ago against the Raiders, we were down 17, nothing early in the game and had to come back and win that game. So just told them we'd been there before. Nobody panicked and um, put together. I mean, we had to overcome a lot on that second to last drive to get it within a score and then, you know, get the turnover, kick a field goal. We're up by one. And then they go down and score, leave us like two minutes. And we got to go do it again. And there was just no panic. You know, all the guys was like, it's time to, you know, it's time to time to show what we can do. Do you have two plays called when you go to the line of scrimmage? Most of the, well, I mean, not typically in, you know, two minute. You're usually going fast and you're rolling, especially if the ball's inbounds. But other than that, yeah, a lot of the time, especially third down, 
um, specialty passes that you, where you need a certain look. You know, we'll have a we'll have a kill if they're not showing us what we need. Um, so we had a lot of those this past game. I mean, the Ravens got a good defense, so they did a good job. It was tough, tough to run the ball against those guys. That's a Philly play that you guys ran. Which one? The Philly Folly is that? Uh, did you guys? You know, did Doug? Do you, what's the name of that play? I thought that there was something that Doug brought. You talking about the the touchdown the, or the the, the, the two point conversion? Oh, the two point. No, it's not. Well, yeah, they they ran it in Philly, yeah, but it's uh, I don't want to give the name of it, but they, they ran it in Philly, and um, it's a compliment off another play that you know we actually haven't ran this season, so it was funny that it ended up working to to win the game for us. It's not called the Philly Folly, though. You don't want to give away the no. name. Okay. It's not It's not that, though. No, it's not that. Okay. How much yeah. of a role did you play in Let's Go for Two? Honestly, you know, I, I was sitting over there, and they were talking. I had, you know, the press and my – I had press in my headset talking about the different situations. If we didn't get the touchdown, you know, if they reversed it, what are our next couple plays, shots at the end zone? So I was thinking about that. I didn't know for sure if it was a touchdown or not at the time. So I was thinking about – that situation and then you know Doug was like hey it's a touchdown and I looked at him I was like what are you thinking he's like I think we're gonna go for two and win the game and that's our our right guard Brandon Sheriff before that was like let's go for two like he's screaming <laughs> he's screaming at coach and coach was like hold on a second hold on a second and then he was like all right let's go let's, let's do it so that's what's cool is just the trust and everyone's on the same page like we're not going into overtime we're gonna go win it right now and um it's cool to to see everybody just trust each other like that the difference in celebrating a win when you were at Clemson and the difference now in Jacksonville is what? I mean, I think I've just over the past two years, you you know, I, winning is all, is always great. And that the fun is in the winning is what Coach Sweeney used to say and when I was at Clemson. But, you know, I, I don't know if I appreciate it as much as I do now just because we won so much. And you didn't have to – you don't have to play as as – as well as perfect as in sync as you do in the NFL to win. So I think now, you know, I've come to appreciate it so much more and just understanding what it takes. And you look at that game, we win by one point and there's so many little plays that guys had to make to, to win that game for us. And um, this is a cool feeling when you, especially when you, when you drive down the field and go, you take, have the go ahead touchdown or go ahead two point conversion to win it with like 14 seconds left. That was, that was a first for me in my career and uh, for this team this season. So that was special. But also you go from a program where you're always winning and then like you never want to get used to losing. It's great yeah. to get used to winning, but how does that work though? When you win all the time, then all of a sudden it's like, I, I'm not used to reacting this way or having these thoughts about explaining why we lost a game. Yeah. I mean, it's uh it's different. It was definitely a, an eye opener for me you know, the past year and a half of just, like you said, you know, I've lost, two games when we were in when I was at Clemson in college so in three years and um then on the flip side of that the last year and a half having to deal with with those losses a lot a lot of close losses um a lot of games where I didn't play well you got to stand up there and you got to just kind of own everything and that's that's just my that's my job at the end of the day is whatever happens I could play great if we lose it doesn't really matter it didn't do enough to win so that's just the nature of the beast and you know like you said though you never want to get used to that you never want to get used to losing. I don't think we ever did here. You know, we had kind of a, we've had, you know, a rough month in October, really. We lost five straight outside of that. And we've been playing pretty good ball. But obviously that was, that was big as, you know, we lost a bunch of those games in a row. But the guys here never got, never got used to that, you know, never eased up. 
never started to point the finger. I think that's what happens a lot when you have a team that you lose a bunch of games in a row. Um, it's easy for guys to start kind of looking around um, to find someone to bail them out. And at the end of the day, it's us. You know, we got to we got to fix it ourselves. How are you different than a year ago? Me or, or as a team? You. I just, you know, I think with my experience, I look at things a little bit differently. I, you know, I can see the big picture, um, even just where we're at in the season. You know, we're, we're four and seven, obviously not a great record. And we've, we've put ourselves in this in this position. But really, there's still everything out in front of us. We we still control our own destiny. You know, if we if we go win all these games, we're making the playoffs. And, you know, and, and you can't do that until you win the first one. And that was yesterday. But and that's how we approached the, these last seven games after the bye was this is a new season, seven game season, and let's see where we stack up at the end. But I just feel like the confidence that I'm playing with, that our offense is playing with right now, is um, is the best it's been all season. I really feel like we're clicking. So I feel like that's a big difference in right now and where we were a year ago, um, for sure. He's Trevor Lawrence. He threw for three twenty one yesterday, three TDs in the win against the Ravens. Why is there still this fascination of Urban Meyer? when he was your coach that I'm going to guess when you sit down to do these interviews, you're still answering for urban Meyer. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it was just a, I think a unique, a unique uh, situation that everyone kind of had eyes on and everybody was talking about, especially with how some of the drama unfolded at the end of the season. And then, you know, even just being here in the building, it was a, it was, it was a different situation. And I think everyone was really interested in that and obviously how it affected our team and you know I'm start, it's starting to die down a little bit but yeah you still hear I still get the questions people will ask me um but not as much as I used to but definitely it's still it's still going around at least I didn't lead the interview with the question yeah no I appreciate that okay. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate that talk about the game we won no, yeah. that's great yeah does Doug Peterson remind you that he was a quarterback in the NFL he doesn't have to. Just the way he carries himself, the way he. But he didn't want to go out and throw the football, and you know he like. Not really. I don't think. It. I don't think. Don't. I hope. Hope. He, hopefully, he doesn't watch this. But I don't think he moves the way he used to. So he's not, <laughs> it's not like uh, he moved like he was Lamar Jackson when he played. So. That's yeah. That's true. That's true. No, he's uh But just the way he, the way he communicates. You know um, what his is that? His longest run from uh, scrimmage was. No, you. you do you have the stat? What yeah. is it? Uh, I think I have 19 yards. 19. And and that's long for him, considering. Yeah. yeah. Not, I, I mean, I'm old enough to have watched him play, Trevor. I'm just saying. I need to go back and watch his, his highlights. So no, there aren't any highlights. There's not any highlights. There's no. He's holding a clipboard and wearing a visor. That's <laughs> that's his highlight. Give me the uh, that moment where you watch the opposing quarterback almost as if you were a fan. Did you, Have you had that? moment in the NFL where you're you might you should be thinking about your offense but you kind of look out and you go wow uh not not necessarily you know there's a lot of guys that I that I respect the way they play I think you look at the the guys that are obviously you have Tom Brady Aaron Rodgers are guys that have played for a long time and you know I haven't played either one of those guys but the guys that have played are younger you know only a, a few years older than me Patrick Josh Allen Lamar, um, I, there's there's probably more that I'm leaving out, but those are guys that are. So I didn't grow up watching necessarily, but I have a lot of respect for them because ever since I've been in whatever it is, you know, senior in high school through college, I've watched them. So I don't necessarily watch as like a fan, but it's one of those. Th those are the games where you know 
as an offense, the challenge that you're going to have because no matter how good your defense is, you're not going to be able to stop those guys every series. They're going to make plays. They're going to score. Um, and I mean, even Lamar, some of the, some of the scrambles he had yesterday, you're sitting there like, you know, just banging your head against the wall. It's like, what do you even, <laughs> what do you even do against that? You know, guys just running around everybody. It's like we contain them and somehow he gets out of it. So those guys are going to make plays and that's the, that's just how this game is. And, uh, you, it's, it's fun watching those guys, but at the same time, it's not, it's not fun because you're the team that's playing them, but. <laughs> Mahomes makes it look easy, Trevor. It's not yeah. easy. No, he's 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 uh he's a special player. He's got a great feel for obviously he's a really smart player. Uh, I think is is one thing that not a lot of people talk about, but the some of the stuff he does, but then also his feel for the pocket and just creating space, you know, it seems like he's sitting back there all day cuz he just knows how to maneuver in the pocket. He's he's awesome. They got they got something good going in Kansas City for sure. Wait a minute. Is that your analysis of the Kansas City Chiefs? They got something special yeah, I mean, there. Come on. It's a hot hot take, right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's going to make some headlines there. Uh, yeah. were, were you a Falcons fan growing up? Not really. You know, I didn't really watch much NFL football. I would say if I was an if I was a fan of a team, it would have been the Falcons, but I was more of a I grew up watching college football. That was what my family, that was what we were all about. So that's that's what I spent most of my time doing. You know, I Peyton Manning was my favorite player. So I would watch, you know, some of the Broncos games and all that, but um not as much, not as much NFL. What was it like meeting Peyton the first time? It was cool. Yeah, we I mean, that's a guy I've looked up to. My family is huge Tennessee fans. I was born in Knoxville. So I mean, we've liked Peyton Manning and I've been a fan since I was a since I was a baby, since I could even walk. Um so getting to meet him, and now we're actually in the same marketing agency. So we've crossed paths multiple times. Even last season, I'd talk to him, just get some advice from him. Obviously, he had a similar rookie season, just ups and downs, some struggles. So I talked to him, and he had some great insight. And it's cool to be able to build that relationship now. And, you know, as a kid, I would never thought that would be what that would happen. Wait, how did the Vols not sign you? Well, it was an interesting time in Tennessee football. Um, I think <laughs> at that point it was they had a couple different head coaches. It was it was Butch Jones was the one that recruited me. Yeah. Um, so I, I ended up they were they were up there, but I ended up not not deciding to do that. They hadn't turned the corner yet. You should you year. should be a senator. You know that you've you've, you've got some. You got Why do you say that? Politically correct, like you know what to say. You know you're not going to be overly critical. You just you know you say nice things. Hey, it's uh, trying to throw anybody under the bus over here. No, no, but that doesn't make for good you know talk radio. Just saying. I know that's what that's what I said to our media our media people here. I'm like, you guys probably hate when I come up here. I'm like a I'm like a broken record. You guys don't get anything to write any articles about. I'm never in the headlines. It's okay. I'm fine with yeah. it. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with it too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, congrats on the win yesterday. Thanks for joining us as always. We appreciate it. I appreciate you, Dan. Thank Enjoyed you. Enjoyed it, man. Thank it's, you. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Jags quarterback, and uh, threw for three twenty-one, three touchdowns, and win against the Ravens. You could you could tell when I you know I was going to go with Urban Meyer, but I thought you know let me wait a little while. <laughs> no, you know, don't want to lead with it. You know, the the one thing I would say about him, then we'll take a break, is that it's hard enough to play that position as a rookie. Now he's got to deal with a coach, the situation. Every press conference, he was answering for his coach, it felt like. 
And I felt bad for him. Usually it's the other way around where the coach is answering for a quarterback who's struggling. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's like he's going through his rookie year as a quarterback and has to be the adult in the room. Yes. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? Like, that true. was the feel of like, Absolutely. okay, and now you just be the adult here. Hold everything down for the rest of the season, please. Wait a minute. I got to talk about what? Wait, they're going to ask me about what? I thought he handled it extremely well. And uh, it's had a pretty good year. All right, we'll take a break. More phone calls coming up. Best and worst of the weekend. We're back after this. Oh, take me up on this. Thanksgiving's over. It's uh, officially time for the holidays. Legacy Box Cyber Monday event. That means you save 65% when you digitize your videotapes and photos. Join millions of customers who trusted Legacy Box to safeguard their recorded moments. When I went back home... I got a hold of the uh, basketball coach at my high school, and I said, could you go back and find the game film? We used to have those reels, the reel-to-reel projector. And I said, could you find those so I could then get Legacy Box to digitize them? And they're looking for them. I mean, they might be in the Basketball Hall of Fame. I don't know, but uh, we're going to – as a joke, Todd. I figured so. Yeah, Paul. Any chance they caught on fire because you were so hot from oh, the field in some of those games? Okay, now we're talking. Bring it back. Yeah. Bring it back. Now, Legacy Box. You can save 65%. Legacy Box, lowest prices of the year. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Patrick, and uh, you're going to love it. What they do, and they uh, take everything you have, and they present it to you, and therefore you never lose all of those pictures and those videos. Uh VHS's legacybox.com slash Patrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon, Eastern six to nine Pacific on Fox sports radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This episode brought to you by 20th century studios, kingdom of the planet of the apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. 
Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, Marv. All right, so this song is called I'll House You. Yeah. And... It's basically their term is like roughing someone up. It's not I'll hose you, Ted in Tampa. That's why I put this song in here. It's not <laughs> I'll hose you, I'll house you, like I'll rough you up. That's what so when Ted in Tampa was saying, Paulie, actually it's uh like I'll, Michigan I'll, I'll hose housed, you. not housed. Like housed you means I'm gonna take you in and you have a place to sleep. Proper shelter. If I house yes. <laughs> if I if I is that what housed. Ted in Tampa said? Proper housing. Yes, he. Yeah, he's implying that Paul said that they housed someone. Housed them. Well, they went into their house, and I guess they would have housed them in their own house. In no? A hostel. No, it's a hostile environment. Yeah, a hostel. A hostile environment. But then it's a youth hostel. Right, a hostile environment hmm. for housing. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> here's one for you. If you're. If you're the Broncos, do you fire your head coach now? Because you, you want to be the first in line where you go, hey, we're open for business. Now we can start in interviewing people. But if you do that, and we've seen this with college programs now. They don't wait until the end of the year. They, they like, Nebraska goes, no, we're good. We're going to fire our head coach. Now they got Matt Rule going there. Uh, Auburn. You want to make sure that you get out in front of everybody and make sure everybody knows we're open for business here. But if, if you're Denver and you know you're not going to keep Nathaniel Hackett, if you wait and all of a sudden the team starts to play well, let's say they win a couple of games. Let's say Russell Wilson starts acting like Russell Wilson. Then you might argue, now keep in mind the new owners, the Walton family, they didn't pick this coach. And that's why I think Nath- I would be shocked if Nathaniel Hackett's back for one more year. And I would fire him at the end of the year. Uh, I guess I would do that just to let him save face. Not that that's much better than getting fired. You just don't want to get fired during the season. If you're going to get fired, at least can you, you know, give me a stay of execution here. Yeah, Mark. What if the Broncos win their last three games? 
that's the risk you run. They're not, they're not going to, but that's the risk you run. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, and Nathaniel Hackett gets in front of the media. It's like, you know, we figured this out. You know, I love what we're going to do for the future. Like, that's the last thing you want if you're the new owners of the Broncos. We're like, no, no, you haven't figured anything out. Yes, Todd. They haven't even played the Chiefs once yet. I think that needs to be said. They got swept by the Raiders, and they haven't played Mahomes yet in either place. So I don't know how they're winning more than, like, two more games if they're lucky. Yes, Paulie. And also the ugliness of the loss. You lost to a team that just fired their head coach and is on their third or fourth string court. I'm not even sure where Matt Sam Darnold ranks in this. Yeah. And, and you're saying about the college coaches. You know, Wisconsin fired their coach. Kind of That was kind of a surprise. They don't pull the trigger really that often. They're pretty patient. But look, that opened the door to get Luke Fickle, and maybe they were able to negotiate with him outwardly or not worry about it, and they got a coach that would have been a prime candidate if he was open on the open market. Yeah. Well, it's not like you got to wait. Luke Fickle's still coaching a football program yeah. and had no problem negotiating a deal with Wisconsin. By the way, Matt Rule's still going to get paid from Carolina, and because he's going to college, you know he's going to get all that dough, and he goes to college and gets all the Nebraska dough. Double dipping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alberto in Chicago. Best and worst of the weekend. Best and worst. Good uh, morning, guys, and happy morning. Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, Best of the weekend, my Buffalo Bills winning on a last-second field goal against the Lions. The worst two-parter that it took a last-second field goal for my Buffalo Bills to beat the Lions. <laughs> and that uh, Von Miller uh, got hurt in the middle of that game. Yeah, I don't know the severity of that injury, but uh, it looked bad at the time. I think indications are it's not going to need surgery. Uh, Ryan in Florida. Hi, Ryan. What's on your mind today? Good morning, fellas. How are you? Hi, Ryan. Uh, six foot, 175, longtime listener. Thank you. Hey, great interview with Trevor Lawrence. Congratulations on the win for the Jags. But here's something you guys were talking about earlier about uh, the Ohio State Michigan game. Would you rather be 8 and 4 and win the game, or would you rather be, you know, have 10 and 0 or 11 and 0 and lose that game, still have a 10 and 1 great season? Well, I don't know. Ask John Cooper. He went two ten and one against Michigan and yeah. three and eight in bowl games. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Ryan. Yep. Came down to did you beat Michigan for Coach Cooper? Dominic in Chicago. Hey, Dom. Hey, Dan. Thank you. Uh, first time, long time. Six one and a high motor two thirty five. Right, I like it. Uh, best and worst in the weekend. Uh, Aiden O'Connell at Purdue, quarterback, uh, coming back and, and leading Purdue over Indiana to win their first division title. The worst of the weekend was Aiden lost his brother, Sean, uh, the day before. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, saw yeah, yeah I saw that. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Thank you, Don. Uh, Ronnie in uh, California. Hi, Ron. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Uh, love the show. First time, forever time. This goes back to ESPN Radio in like 2004, Audience Channel, YouTube, and now Peacock. Oh, thank you. I'm uh, 66 years old like you. I'm 5'10 and an old man strong, 185. Thank you very much. Uh, best of the weekend. I got a best and a bester. Played golf on Saturday. Shot my Finally broke 80. And uh, then I got home and watched USC beat uh, Notre Dame. Um, as far as that how, hosed and house thing, you guys are right. It's hosed is when you get screwed by refs. Housed is when, like, you're the wicked witch of the East 
and the house drops on you. So that's a little visual oh, on okay. that. Okay. Well, thank you, Ron. Old I, reference? Yeah. Didn't know it went back to the Wizard of Oz there. She got house. She got house. Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> I like when somebody says, oh, man, he's on fire. He's literally on fire. And I go, no, literally not on fire. Yeah, that would be dangerous. <laughs> yes. He, he's not literally on fire. They help him out. Yeah, Paul. I was on a train about last year, and this girl goes, I'm so mad. I'm literally pulling my hair. And I looked over to her. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> she thought I was crazy when I said, no, you're not. Barry in Santa Fe. Hi, Barry. What's on your mind? Good morning, fellas. Good morning, chat row. No worst of the weekend. Two bests. First, my J-E-T-S. <laughs> Jets, Jets, Jets. Um, uh, Ross was, uh, I agree with, totally with Ross. Let's not get too crazy about uh, Mike White. All he really, I mean, he played well, but all he really did was he, he made uh, the easy passes and he didn't screw up. Well, wait, but, okay, but why can't Zach Wilson do that, Barry? Maybe he just stinks. Well, that, that could be true. I would have Mike White as my starting quarterback until further notice. Absolutely. Uh, second best, uh, we had a World Cup watch party outdoors in the uh, Santa Fe Plaza. I had no idea what I was watching, but it was fun. And the uh, uh, Korean barbecue sandwich from the food truck was awesome. Okay. USA! USA! Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Barry. All right, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a group family members watching USA against England. And then there's always the soccer expert, and nobody can ask a question because, you know, everything that you, you bring up. And then I was just being a jerk because, you know, somebody would come in and go, what score? And uh, the soccer expert would go, uh, zero, zero. I go, nil, nil. And, and I was just trying to have a little bit of fun there as we're watching. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah they, they, a couple of guys played uh, college soccer, and uh, – I just thought, okay, should be able to ask some questions here. Nothing that was crazy where you go, why do they call it? You know, and nothing like that. But there were some territorial uh, roots that were planted that, uh, that day. Yes, yes, Mark. A question for the soccer guys in the room. Do you think the World Cup is usually a time where you guys can teach people about the game, or is it just you're just annoyed with all – what could be considered stupid questions. Oh, is it a teaching moment? Is the World a Cup... A teachable moment? A teachable moment, Seton. Is the World Cup a teachable moment? If you were watching the game, the match, with you, and people were asking questions that might not have been normal questions, that they're basic questions, would you, would you have a problem with that in the teachable moment? No, of course not. Okay. I mean, you'd have to be a real jerk to be like, oh, my God, you guys don't even know what the rules are? Like, I don't know who would be that rude. Yeah, that would know? be me. Because uh, on <laughs> Friday when I was watching the game with my brother's-in-law, my brother-in-law doesn't know anything about sports, one of them, he didn't know the structure of soccer, two halves, 45 minutes. He goes, why is the clock going upwards? And he, I was answering rudimentary questions, not like, how good is USA's team? Who's Christian Pulisic? All that kind of stuff. They should be substituting in the 55th minute. Where's Gio Reyna? <laughs> he was like, uh, why is the clock going upwards? Yeah, I don't know, because that's the way they do it, I guess. <laughs> right? I don't know. I don't know. But, but it, is, it is interesting when somebody hasn't watched this or doesn't watch it, what they notice that's been there all along, but you as a sports fan, you don't go, 
know. But there's there are things that do get annoying because there's all it's almost like uh, the World Cup turns into this thing where it's like NFL fans are like, okay, let me see what this soccer thing is all about. And like, okay, try to win me over as a fan, soccer. And you're like, dude, you're never going to. Like, this game ends in a tie? Oh, my God, this is so stupid. And you're like, dude, the NFL ends in a tie, too. Who cares? Yeah. That Those are the things that get annoying. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'm going to take time out. Let me see what this whole soccer thing is about. Huh? I guess uh, everybody loves it. They can't be wrong, right? I mean, So what, what, what is this? What, what, why are they throwing in the ball then? You're like, well, they did have 20 million people uh, watching USA versus England. Yeah, <laughs> take that. Yes, Todd. I find the clock not stopping just a little odd. If there's someone that watches mainly, you know, basketball, football, hockey, and maybe those sports, you can argue that the clock stops too much, and that's why these games take three hours. But then they add on an approximate amount of time. That I could see why someone that doesn't watch much soccer would find that uh, odd or uncomfortable, and then it abruptly ends kind of thing. Bob in Seattle. Hi, Bob. What's on your mind today? Hey, GP. Hi, Bob. Hey, best, best and worst of the weekend. So, first off, you guys, I was, I, I, I may or may not admit to this, I was crying my eyes out when my daughter went to college. She came home from college. You guys helped me out with that situation. Thank you. Thank you, Seton. Uh, so, the best of the weekend was the UW Huskies winning the Apple Cup, same record as Alabama, and the worst, has got to, uh, even though Papa Gino's doing great, the worst is the Seattle Seahawks defense yesterday. They, they look horrible. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. You know, Seattle is going to have, what, a top five pick? And then their own pick. Are they going to draft a quarterback? Because I thought with the success of Geno Smith that Pete Carroll was going to, that he had found his quarterback there. But they get Denver's pick. That's going to be a top five pick. Ouch. Yeah, Paul. If you look at teams' morale, like morale of fan base, if I'm a Seahawks fan, I'm feeling pretty good compared to, you know, they've had a very good draft. They got the best young running back in the sport. If Geno Smith can somehow be an above average quarterback, they don't have to pay him full boat. Compared to, remember in August, we were talking about, will they tank? Yeah. And now they're competitive. That was a great game yesterday. Sunday was the first time in NFL history four teams lost on the same day after leading by seven or more points. In the final two minutes. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. By the way, the Saints were shut out for the first time in 332 games. That was the longest active streak of scoring at least one point. Uh, Fourth longest in NFL history. Yeah, Paul. By the way, the Seahawks have the Rams and Carolina the next two weeks. They could get better pretty quick. Uh, yep. Yep. And Tom Brady is 5-6 and six as a starter. Latest, he's been under 500 in any season of his career. I think Tampa is going to end up 8-9 and nine and win the division. And host a playoff game. Let me take a break here. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. We'll try to wrap things up right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something 
I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Last call for phone calls, what we learned, what's in store tomorrow, all of that coming up. 
Thanks for uh, bearing with me here with the voice. Uh, not uh, not exactly prime voice here. It sounds a little uh, smoky, whiskey esque, but uh, it's just a bad cold something. But it uh, it knocked me down yesterday. But once again, Todd, every day's the Super Bowl. That is true, and here you are. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. Uh, the odds to have the most regular season wins in the NFL. The Eagles, the Chiefs, Vikings, Bills, and then the Cowboys. Eagles with the win last night. The Colts have the Steelers tonight. Can the Colts, what's the likelihood the Colts could, I guess they'd have to win their division to get in. Yeah, the Colts are, they're deep out of the wild card right now. Hmm. Uh, The Colts would have to hope that the Titans screw up a little bit. So the Colts have the Steelers tonight, then at the Cowboys, at the Vikings, host the Chargers. Hmm. A couple toughies coming up. Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie. Got a few for you. Michael Jordan, maybe you've heard of him. Oh. 2002 announced he would retire for the third and final time at the end of the NBA season. That's 2002. Let's see. Larry Bird was introduced as college basketball secret weapon with a cover story, his first ever cover of Sports Illustrated. That was 1977. And um, Dippy Evans, 1948 of My Bears, became the first NFL player to score two touchdowns I recovered fumbles in a game. Dippy Evans. Dippy. I don't know if that's his real name. Dippy Joe. Uh, see what I did with that, Todd? I like that. Yeah. That was a nice callback. That's a callback. Yeah. Great. But, uh, on this day, this player scored six touchdowns and kicked four extra points. Michael Jordan. No. Good guess. Close. It, uh, I believe, was uh, Chicago. Oh, yeah. Against the Chicago Bears. Ernie Nevers scored six touchdowns, kicked four extra points. Did that mean he missed two extra points? So, I mean, it wasn't a perfect game. They uh, they routed the Chicago Bears. Reggie Miller on this date uh, scored 57 points, and the uh, Pacers went against the Hornets. Yeah, I, I noticed it about 10 minutes ago on NBA TV. They're showing the game. Uh, 1992, yeah. it's Reggie's 57. I text him and told him to turn on NBA TV, and he said, thank you, and he's watching it right mm. now. Reg watching himself. Yeah, I don't... That, is that the same as an actor watching themselves? Now, there's far more games to watch if you're an athlete, but when you watch, what are you watching for? And if you're an athlete or an actor, what are you watching Yes. If I was an actor, I would want to watch a movie that I was in one time. Okay. Just to see if the edit was okay. I'm like, oh, wow, it really did work. Because I would imagine that if you're out and you're just filming all of these scenes and you're like, all right, well, let's see if this worked. You know? Yeah, Paul. Do you remember we had Denzel Washington on the show maybe like eight years ago? I can't remember what the movie was. And you asked him because we saw that three Denzel movies were on TV at the same time. We were kind of joking around. And you asked, what movie of his does he stop on when he sees it? He says, I've never seen any of my movies in a theater or on TV. He told you that he watches them right at the end of the shoot, kind of to make sure everything's good. And he goes, and then I never, ever watch them. And you were, we were shocked by it. Yeah. He's never seen any of his movies after that. Well, movie. I was in that movie Basketball, and I didn't watch it for decades. I'd never seen it. And then I finally just sat down and started watching it. And then I had a few scenes with Kenny Mayne, but... I, I don't know. I think I was embarrassed by it for some reason. But I, I, you know, there were very, very talented people involved in that. But I just thought, I don't know, this this could be bad. And, you know, and I'm an actor, and I'm in movies, 
Uh, sometimes I'm in films, and that's where I just wanted to make sure that I was fair to my craft. You're yeah. going to make the jump to stage? Oh, hmm. At some point? I mean, you know, for the work, the craft. I've thought about it. I've thought about it. But it might be a limited release on Broadway. Mm. Yes, Paul. Is that why Basketball 2 was never made? Because you would not participate? Yeah, they, they, how do you, every, every question was answered in Basketball basketball 1. Right. Yes, Tom. Would you hook us up with nice center orchestra seats? Because those get really pricey. Right? It's like $250, $300 a pop. No, Todd. You would not? No, I would not. No, I would not. The center last orchestra. person I want to see out in the orchestra is you. <laughs> I would hold up a sign. Like <laughs> everyone on Earth, like some of those bad guys. Everybody is, on Earth. It's kind Ken of a hard thing to can say. go sit there. You can like, hey, be Ken, my it, man. It, it could be Putin out there. I'd right. be yelling, "You, Danny, go get him!" and embarrass you all your stuff. Yeah, hold up sign. Sports Center is next. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to see you out there. I don't. It's very nice. Uh, Matt in Oregon. Hi, Matt. What's on your mind today? Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? Great, Matt. <laughs> Uh, so I've got a first. I'll start with the best of the weekend. Uh, Oregon State executing the uh, largest comeback win in a Civil War game against the Ducks, uh, and then a belated Thanksgiving wish uh, sent out to you guys. I uh, Thursday through Sunday nights I manage a homeless shelter, so Monday morning I'm coming home for my weekend, and sometimes I sleep during the day and I miss games and miss what's going on. I love catching up on Mondays with you guys, and I appreciate what you do. So thank you. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for what you do. I watched the Oregon-Oregon State game. That was fun. I love those rivalry games. Washington-Washington State. Uh, That was fun, unless you're an Oregon fan. Because I thought, okay, is SC going to play Oregon? And then it turns out they're going to play Utah. Uh, Final results of the poll question, Seton O'Connor. Dan, we threw up. Uh, threw up. <laughs> we oh, literally oh. threw up. That's, oh. If you, uh, if all three, well, it's all four actually. <laughs> We're free agents and the same price. Who are you giving a five-year contract to? Uh, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Tua, or Trevor Lawrence? You want to guess? Jalen Hurts, thirty-eight percent of the vote. Oh, how about that? Yeah, a little recency bias it's, there. The order is uh, Jalen Hurts. At 26% of the vote is Lamar Jackson, followed by Trevor Lawrence at 22, and then 14% Tua. Did you see Lamar Jackson's response to uh, somebody online who was saying, basically, you don't deserve a long-term contract? It was not safe for work. No, No, it was not. Mm. Todd, what'd you learn today? You witnessed up close during Thanksgiving in Ohio just how crushing the second half was for Buckeyes fans against Michigan. Yes, I did. Uh, Seton O'Connor. Notre Dame and USC played this weekend. They did. Marv? Ross Tucker said Mike White could be average. Paulie? Hey, Danny, you check out that Notre Dame-USC game? What we learned brought to you by Tunnel to Towers on 9-11. We vowed never to forget. Help America keep that promise. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's the letter T, the number two, letter T.org. Talk to you tomorrow. One more item as we close out this show. Master class, get unlimited access to online classes from the world's best, anytime, anywhere, at your own pace. Let's say you wanted to take lessons from Gordon Ramsay on how to cook a gram-worthy meal. How about movie making with James Cameron? How about running a business, Richard Branson? Thousands of lessons from more than 180 world-class instructors. 
And you can do it at your own time. Want to do it on your phone or your tablet, living room. You want to listen the on-the-go and audio mode. You can do all of that. You make it fit into your day. This year, give somebody what they've always wanted to do, a Masterclass membership, and you'll get a second one free for yourself. Nobody needs to know about that, right? It'll be a great Christmas gift there, but this holiday season, you give the gift to Masterclass and get a second membership for yourself free. Masterclass.com slash Patrick, limited time only. Term supply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.